Well, hi, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio on the 15th of June, 2023. We're going to be talking about AI today and its impact on education with Ryan Graham, who is the Chief Technology Officer over at our good friends at TextHelp. And TextHelp, uh, it sounds like a commercial, what I'm going to say yet, builds inclusive classrooms with their technology and tools, okay? And now they've got the additional situation of building AI into that over the next few years, like everybody else is going to be doing. Uh, they're going to be at ISTE. I think they're going to be at ISTE. I'll talk to Ryan about that in just a second. Okay, you'll be able to see them if you're going to ISTE in Philadelphia. Okay, and then we'll, we'll see what happens. So I'm Larry Jacobs. This is good stuff. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. And ace-ed.org is the home website of our American Consortium for Equity and Education. Everything is free over there. Our magazine, Equity and Access, good issue up there we put up last week, which is absolutely excellent. Okay, all the information about our awards program, the nominations are open until September, but why wait? Okay, check it out. There's an icon that says awards, and, of course, every podcast is over there as well. Plus a ton of other information. Everything's free over there. Check out over at ace-ed.org. We've got a lot of categories, new categories for the awards, nominations, the um, Excellence and Equity Awards. It's good stuff, and a lot of companies participate. A lot of educators participate. A lot of schools participate. It's really good stuff. Okay, we'd love to honor the people who are working so hard for equity and access, and I certainly hope TextHelp participates this year, and we'll find out. Ryan, how you doing? It's Larry here. Hi, Larry. I'm doing very well. How are you? I, I am fine, as a matter of fact, on this beautiful day. You're overseas. Where are you today? Are you in Ireland today? I am indeed. I am in Ireland today, Larry. And, and for once, for once, it's actually beautiful here as well. We're having some very unseasonable sunny weather, so it's fantastic over here too. Right. Well, I have to. I, I can't believe for once. I, I have this glorious picture of Ireland, always sunny and green, the Emerald Isle. Okay, this can't be the first time that ever happened. <laughs> it's always green, Larry. It's always green, but very rarely sunny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you? Are you in Belfast? Where are you today? In Belfast? Yeah, Belfast? I'm just outside of uh, I'm just outside of Belfast in uh, in the office actually today in the textile offices, which are based just outside of Belfast in Northern Ireland. And Ryan, like like everybody else, I love your accent, and you're thinking to yourself, what accent? Okay, it's just so perfect. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I'm I'm definitely yeah. very you, aware you, of the of the Northern are, are you, accent. <laughs> Are, are you going to come to ISTE in, in Philadelphia? Are you flying across? The yeah, yeah we're, yeah, we're going to be there. TechTop's going to be there. And I'm, I'm flying over to Philadelphia. I'm really looking forward to it, Larry. Um, I think it's going to be a great show this year. Very much looking forward to going over there and, and speaking to all the other educators and other firms that are, that are going to be there as well. You're going to have a great time. And actually, you can make more money if you just stand outside the convention center with a sign that says, I'll talk to you for five minutes with an Irish accent for $5. You'll make a fortune. <laughs> That's good information. Larry, I might take you up on that. Check it out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Everybody loves that. You know, it's, it's, it's great. Okay, right. Chief Technology Officer, you're going to go to ISTE. Everybody can check out texthelp.com. Okay, and um, I'll ask you this. Let me start this. What are you bringing to ISTE that's new, if you want to talk about that? And one of the things you might want to talk about, we're going to get into a big discussion of this, is now that your chief, I'm not, now that AI is in vogue, 
okay? And, and your chief technology officer, you've got to be thinking of putting these things together. So just talk about how all this impacts and what you're doing at ISTE, that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely, Larry. I mean, AI is is, is the words or, or the you know the abbreviation on everybody's lips these days. So, um, every opportunity that that I get to talk to somebody about AI, the conversation usually goes on for thirty minutes, and that's if somebody puts a limit on the conversation at thirty minutes. Usually, it goes on a lot longer than that. And um, so, I, I'm you really have as much time to, as you need. Go ahead. Oh, that's good. Go that's ahead. Good. Talk. So, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, Really looking forward to getting to talk to people at SD about um, how they see AI, how they see AI in, in education, because I think it's it's you know AI and, and technology in general is is one thing, but I really do feel that AI in education is a completely different paradigm entirely. Yeah, um, it's I got agree. lots of different nuances. You know, it's got lots of different opportunities, and and there are risks. And, and for me, and that, one of the things I always talk to people about was, was AI, is that I think people are focusing on the risks a little bit too much at the minute. I mean, there, are, there definitely are risks there, but there are huge opportunities um, for a, an education sector that is stretched razor thin in terms of yeah. time, in terms of budget um, and resources uh, for our kids and for our students. So I, I'm really, really eager just sort of show everybody um, the, the opportunities that we can have with AI and how at TechTop we're, we're going to be bringing that to the market over the next couple of months. In, in what form? How, how, will, how do you see it as CTO? What, what do you see happening? Again, and, and talk about the textile products, okay, and how this is how – and yeah, I have to say, Ryan, a lot of the textile stuff, I mean, there's got to be – some form of AI already in there, okay? But now that everybody knows the term and knows, is starting to understand it a little bit better, the, the layman like myself doesn't understand it really well, okay? How do you, how do you put AI, its artificial intelligence, into, into what, you, what, what you've already done with, with textile? And a lot of textile, in my opinion, Okay, already has some, some good AI stuff in there. We just didn't call it AI. Help me out on all this with the definitions that's a, yeah, that's and all that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, how, how do you that's see a it? Really, really good point. Really good point, Larry. I mean, we've, AI is, well, first of all, it's a really fuzzy term and that yeah. people sort of define a, a little bit differently. Um, but, you know, in, in my opinion, basically, it's, you know, is the ability for a machine or a computer to, to do the same tasks that maybe a human would so sort of as a doing its own tasks without human um, interaction. So in, in that way, we've had AI in our products for a long, long time. And right. TechTop has been using AI in our products as well, as you, as you point out. Um, yeah. But I, I think over the past couple of years or so, um, things have progressed very, very quickly in terms of AI and machine learning. Um, so technologies that are, you know, sort of were, were used by us nerds, Larry, in the, in the tech <laughs> field, you know, for the past 10 years are now out in the open for everybody to use. Uh, of course, I, I'm talking about OpenAI and, and ChatGPT. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that's the, the biggest change that we've seen over the past year or so. Um, those, those new technologies like AI and ChatGPT, um, they are slightly different than the, well, let's call them traditional machine learning or traditional AI. Um, and that they, they've been trained on these huge data sets, you know, pulled in from across the internet. And, and therefore, there's very little that they don't know the answer to. 
So these, these new models and new AI, new data sets, they don't just solve one problem. They can solve thousands of problems, hundreds of thousands of problems. Um, uh, and they understand instruction, instructions better than they ever have done before. Uh, and I think, therefore, things like ChatGPT really has given AI and ML to everybody and allows anybody mm -hmm. to instruct it to achieve Maybe the task. The you know. Yeah, exactly. Just, just as easily as, as somebody just doing a Google search. So really, they've put those tools in the, in the hands of everybody. Um, and I think that, that does represent a very big material change. And, and at Text Hub, we've been sort of following this closely, as, as I'm sure you, as you can imagine, yeah. um, yes. and, and sort of investigating what it is we need to do as an organization with tools like Read and Write and Orbit Note and Equatio, um, and of mm -hmm. course the, the products like CoWriter and Snap and Read that, that are now part of the Text Hub group, and how we can build AI into those. And the first question wasn't, what are we going to do with AI to put it into the products? The first question we asked ourselves at TextHub is, how do we get AI into the products in a safe manner, a safe and secure manner? Mm -hmm. um, because mm -hmm. yeah. I think tools, tools like ChatGPT and OpenAI in particular are, are at a very early stage. You know, they, there are some they things are. there that they, they, they still need to figure out. And even, even in the words of the, the OpenAI CEO themselves, like yeah. these tools were never built with students in mind, you know, they were trained on the entire of the internet. Um, therefore, they have great bits of information in them, but on the flip side of that, they have also information that you don't want students to see, that you don't want students to have access to. So that, that's the first thing we've been working on is actually creating our own systems on top of these models and to implement some safeguarding rules for our for our customers, we are primarily students, and making sure that we sort of take into account safety, privacy issues for students, and making sure that they're able to use and get all the benefits of AI, but without those risks of, of safety and privacy as well. So that's- no, that's So, let me, so Ryan, I got to ask you, let me, let me interrupt for a second. Yeah, you, you guys talk to educators all the time. All right. And, and again, I want to emphasize that building an inclusive classroom, this is stuff you've been doing for years and you've been doing, you've been using computers for, year, for years, computer machine thinking to make this happen. Equatio is a classic example of this. Okay. So you, 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 again, we may not have called it AI, but since uh, ChatGPT came out, all of a sudden that, that phrase is in vogue. Okay. But I'm, I'm a layman, like 99% of the world, you're not. Okay, you're the CTO of a technical company. Okay, and where where are we? I see AI as, as as just birthing out of the egg. Okay, you're much further along on that. Okay, and you know it's gonna it's gonna grow fast like a monster in a horror movie. You know, it just starts like an alien. He starts off as two inches big, and then the next scene he's forty feet tall. All right. And that's kind of, I don't mean to make that comparison because I think AI may be more helpful than alien. Okay. At least I hope so. All right. So my, my point is, okay, what, what, what can we do with this thing? Where are we going to take this thing? What do we, you know what I mean? Where, in your mind, where are we? Okay. And how does it, how does it incorporate into what you guys are doing? And I know it's kind of the same repetitive question. Okay. 
But I'm sure, but you've got to, you're obviously thinking ahead. You're like a jet pilot. You've got to be thinking 20 miles ahead of the plane, 100 miles ahead of the plane because you're there in two seconds. All right? And that, that's kind of what I'm thinking of. What, what, what do you, and maybe a better way to say, what are you expecting to happen at, at ISTE? Okay, what kind of questions are going to come down from the, from the CTOs of the school districts? Maybe that's a better way to put it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, yeah, Alien, probably, help me uh, out. Yeah, the Predator, Predator Part Two. Go ahead. Yeah, you know. And I, <laughs> I, I constantly. This is the thing. Yeah, right. I'm constantly. Okay, using sci-fi movies as my analogy. Okay, to AI, like Terminator Three, uh, 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 Two Thousand One, A Space Odyssey, Predator, Alien. And this, and this is the constant analogy that keeps popping into my head, and, and none of those had really happy endings. Okay. Yeah, I was and, going to suggest that. You know, I'm, I'm and, making my brains lie for a, a positive yeah. sci-fi uh, yeah, spin. Yeah, yeah, right. Go ahead. Blade Runner. No, there's no happy endings. Okay? But, there, of course, there will be happy endings, we hope. All right? And we want to keep, what you said, we want to keep certain information out of the hands of kids. We want to keep certain information out of the hands of everyone. Okay? I hope our, my, our ex-president, Donald Trump, remembers that. we got to keep certain things out of the hands of everyone. Okay, so therefore you don't have to get into the politics of that one. So my my question is, okay, where what are we doing with all this stuff, Ryan? There you go. You are now the king of AI. Have fun. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> so I I think in in the short term, I mean, you, you said that we're at the we're at the very early stages, and we are, but we have to remember that educators and students are using these tools today. Um, so we're already we're already sort of seeing the impacts of, of what can happen um, with AI whenever we give it to to everyone. Like we're we're seeing teachers that are under, as I mentioned before, under immense time pressure and budget pressure, that are using yeah. GPT and ChatGPT to reduce their workloads. You know, I've seen some instances of teachers using it to uh, create content, create reading passages for them, to create very basic lesson plans, basically saving themselves time. And um, and I think over the next couple of months, we're going to see that more and more. I think right now we're in a difficult phase whereby you kind of need to be enthusiastic about it. You need to understand the technology <laughs> and you need to go okay. out of your way to, to go and figure out how to use it. But I think over, over time, these tools are going to be a lot more simple to use. Um, and that's where, you know, tech tubs tools and other ed techs will, will really come into play is that we, we can put that kind of technology on that, um, you know, that level of content generation into the hands of educators and into the hands of teachers and let them use it very, very simply. And also, I think one of the key pieces of this, and this is where Tech Help really comes in, is that we would allow you to do that wherever you are. You, you shouldn't have to go away to chat GPT or go away to some oh, techie right. website to get, right. get your job done, you know. If you want to work inside a word processor, you know, that's where it should be. If you want to work inside slides or, you know, um, any other environment like PDFs, that's where all that technology should be. And that's where, where TextHub is in the middle there. We're providing those, those features, providing those benefits in a really safe uh, and, and sort of security-conscious way as well. And, and it's not just educators. I mean, we're going to be talking about educators a lot because – um, it, it's probably safer for educators to use ChatGPT than it is for students right now, um, at least with the level of yeah, that, that, that we've got seems to today. Be a trend. Yeah, that's a talking yeah, point. Yeah. That it's, that's a lot safer for the educators, and that's where we have to really begin this thing. But human nature is we're, we're good, the kids are going to use it too. I read 
I read last week that uh, they've incorporated AI into a Khan Academy, which is the big math uh, 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 academy, okay, the South Khan, the, the Khan Academy tutoring. They have a AI math tutor. I think this was in the New York Times, okay? And they're using it in just a couple of schools, all right? So it, it, will that, quote, will that replace the teacher, okay, in, in, in learning math, et cetera, et cetera? But most of the people I'm talking about are saying we got to use it for the teachers at this stage of the game. Although, as we all know, the, and please don't take offense at this, everybody, the kids we teach are, are digital natives more so than any of the teachers. Okay? And they're on top of this stuff like you can't believe. And I love what you said a few minutes ago. You know, we, we, we got to make sure that we're putting AI into our products without having them have to go somewhere else to get it. So that there's safeguards built in, okay? And to me, the, the, all these things you're saying, it's, re- it's really just, um, man, we are on the brink of a tidal wave here. I, that's what I say. And I'll be curious how, how, how it plays out at ISTE, because it's got to be that's the Society for Technology and Education, okay? So everybody's going to ISTE. It's, it's got to be the top thing. On, it's got to be the top thing on their mind, okay? However, it's, it's, it's going to be the top thing. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I, so, I'm like, I'll be talking about AI this year, like I said, with, with text help as well. And, you know, I, I think there are a lot of people who really have questions around how you can use it as an educator and how you can use it safely with your students. And I think to your point as well about Khan Academy, that's, that's the, the approach that I think we could probably see in about the, you know, in the medium term for this. I think that yeah. there are huge, huge opportunities for students to not not re- just to be clear, not to replace teachers. You can't replace teachers. There's there's no substitute for that. But for for a student who's maybe, for example, struggling at home, who you know doesn't have the support yeah. at home to or, or a person or, to be able to ask questions off, and um, or to bounce ideas off. I think that's where AI can really come in very very helpful. Just to just to give them that little bit of extra support, uh, you know, that little bit of extra help. Um, at home or maybe whenever they're on their own will be a huge benefit for, for students and especially struggling students as well. You know, students who, who maybe have like um, you know, dyslexia, for example, exactly. hugely exactly. benefit from this, this kind of technology that allows them to understand content a little bit better and, and to simplify content, make content easier to read. And, and, and really we think in, in the sort of medium term with with AI, I think rather than it's sort of replacing what we're doing already, I actually think it's probably going to accelerate educators using technology and using digital materials in the future as well. So we're, we're going to see a lot more people creating documents, sending home digital worksheets, you know, mm-hmm. doing digital worksheets and that is really going to increase the amount of people doing that. Uh, and therefore, the students who have difficulty understanding that text are going to need even more help than they did before. They're going to need, you know, their screen reader, text-to-speech to be able to understand that content. They're going to need to be able to, you know, use word prediction and similar tools to be able to respond back to their teachers in that content. And, and that's where I really see assistive technology tools like what we provide a text hub really coming into play and using AI to, to help those students who are struggling and really transform the way that they interact oh. with their computers and their devices on a daily basis. 
And, and I think that's exactly, I think that's exactly, we're going to move those kids really forward. And the other group, I was thinking as you were saying all that, the other group that can really use it, this is always a challenge in schools, are gifted kids. Okay, there aren't enough teachers of the gifted per se. Okay, and like, like any, they struggle too. We can't forget that. Okay, and AI will allow them, I think, to take what they need a little bit further. And it's interesting what you're saying here, right? I think what AI is going to wind up as, okay, we're going to have to, we are going to have to teach kids how to live and use the, the product, so to speak, in an AI world. Okay, we don't have to teach them uh, the War of 1812 anymore. We have to understand, teach them how to live in the, the digital world they live in with artificial intelligence and how to use information like that, okay? But they know that we've teach them how to, where, the, where the information is and how to use it. It's how to use the tools, not so much the answers. I always like to say with AI, maybe we've got to teach them what questions to ask, why, rather what answers to expect, okay? I and think that's, 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 that's a really, to use it. yeah. That's a really good point. I mean, I know in, in schools right now, they, they, they teach students today, you know, how, how, to, how to Google for something, how do you search for something, because Googling for something is a, is a skill in and of itself. And on the same way, I think, you know, asking an AI an appropriate question is going to be a skill in the future as yeah. well. Yeah. And, I, and I also want to go back to your point that you said about, you know, uh, kids, gifted kids, kids here maybe, yeah, you know, please. ahead of the rest of the kids in their class. And I think this is where AI can really excel whenever it's generating content is creating personalized learning experience, experiences for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a, a teacher today, because they, they don't have the, the time and they don't have the resources to create 30 different worksheets for the 30 kids in their class, you know, and with AI, they could easily say, you know, let's today discuss about animals in the Arctic. And from that one topic, they could use AI to produce 30 different worksheets at 30 different levels, a level that maybe stretches yeah. the, you know, yeah. the kids here at the top of the class, uh, yeah. you know, a worksheet that maybe you know, simplifies things for those at the bottom of the class so that they can really understand it. And then they have that equity for the rest of the people in their class. You don't have, you know, your reading group A does this simple version, reading group B does this slightly more complex version, and the teacher is not only having to manage multiple pieces of work, but there's kids in the class looking over their shoulder and thinking, you know, why is that person doing different things than me? And I think that AI can really create a, 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 a good amount of equity in a classroom and support both those, as you say, at, at either end of the, the sort of learning scale. Yeah, it's so important. I'm, I'm up on your website, which is everybody is texthelp.com, okay? And one of the key things that you put up here, not you, but the company, is minimize teacher workload, all right? And this is another factor. You know, it's in Ireland and everywhere here, certainly in the U.S., we've got a real teacher retention problem. We've got a real teacher shortage problem, all right? And we're going to have to use the machines, okay, to do what teachers used to do, okay? Now, of course, we're not going to get rid of teachers. That's not my point. But we've got to use the teachers to take a, a less teachers, okay, and, and give kids everything they need. And what you just said, you know, you got 30 different kids in the class. You can create in 10 minutes, if I may, 30 different worksheets all on the same subject. 
okay? And that's what the AI allows you to do. It's really going to be a, a, a huge jump because to minimize teacher workload these days in a, in a time when we have a minimal amount of teachers and it's getting worse is incredibly important. And also, I have to say, it makes teachers' lives easier, all right? And that really helps. If you can give teachers an easy sense of satisfaction, all right, that they're really getting the job done using machines to do it if you have to to help them along, that, that's, that's where we have to go. It's a different world out there. I'm, I'm raining here. Am I right? What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, you're you're one hundred percent right. I I just think Thanks, that the more the more time that we can give teachers back, you know, and, and the time that they're spending typing, the time that they're spending arranging papers, the time they're spending sending out papers, they could be spending that time doing what it is they love doing, and that's helping yeah. students in their class. You know, exactly. that's what they're good exactly. at. They're, they're not good at doing that. You know, just filling out reams and reams of paperwork for the sake of having paperwork. They're good at actually developing those students and helping those students. And I think as well, in, in terms of how the AI and models can, can help with that, is that they're, they're also very good at, you know, helping to assess and, and mark work as well. As I'm, I'm sure you all know mm-hmm. that I, I'm married to a teacher, so I know how many times you get the, the green or, or blue pen out to the circle <laughs> and, and, and check each individual yeah. answer. <laughs> yeah, so like that, I think AI can really, really help in, in speeding up that process, so that we're we're not in a place where you know students maybe get one assessment per week, or maybe even one assessment per month, or every couple of months because the, the teachers are time stretched. I, I think in the next couple of years we'll probably see a move to machines automatically assessing as we go along. You know, make, just checking checking the work as we exactly. go along every day in class. And then probably we might see a, more of a shift towards less homework, and because we've got you know tutors in these in these AI models helping kids at home, and then perhaps move more of a shift towards um, seeing exams towards the end of the year just to validate the learning. Because at the end of the day, we need we still need kids to learn. We don't want yeah. kids to use the, the AI for everything and just replace everything that they do. They still need to learn the fundamentals in their educational journey, and we still need to make sure that kids are, are getting that benefit out of their educational journey as well. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll tell you, we're going to uh, wind down in a minute or so, but you guys go into ISTE, and you're, t- you're going to get these questions like you can't believe, but the products that you guys have, okay, are, are, are absolute. You're already doing a lot of this. And what we're going to do is maximizing it with, 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 with all these new ideas and products. And that's what's really going on, okay? And you, what you folks do to, act, to do minimize teacher workload is unbelievable. And the fact what, what TextHelp does to build an inclusive classroom and make every kid – it's a real equity thing, okay? Every kid deserves the education that, that works for them, okay? And that's what, you, that's what you've been doing. And now you and your team of robots, if I may, I assume they're all avatars and robots at Nextel, right? <laughs> pretty, but, uh, pretty much, pretty good, Larry. Right. Yeah, giant they, robots. They, they work with AI so often that they yeah. might as well be robots anyway. <laughs> giant robots walking around suburban Belfast, okay, just thinking all day. Okay, that's, I, I, that's what it's all about. Okay, hey, my friends, have a safe trip to Philadelphia, okay? Just enjoy the city. 
And you walk across Thank the you street very much, and you, go, really you walk across the street and you go to Reading Terminal. Here. Yeah, you go to Reading Terminal and just sit there for four days and eat. That's all you want to do. <laughs> just go to Reading Terminal across the street, say goodbye to your friends at Textile, but just eat all day. That's all you want to do. Reading Terminal. That right sounds amazing. <laughs> and just before before I go as well, I'd just like yeah, to mention please. that we also have a, a, a back to school virtual conference coming up on August the second oh. and the third. It's so it's gonna gonna be all about AI and it's gonna be called uh, Guide to the Future: Lessons from the Education Time Machine. So it should be really interesting talk. How, how's that gonna manifest? Is that a live conference or are you doing it virtual? What is that? We're we're gonna do Talk a virtual live because that, yeah yeah yeah. Um, listen, I'm going to tell you, uh, Ryan, and I hope the gang is listening, okay? We can do another podcast in August or late July around that if you want to. Yeah, that, that would be amazing, Larry. Yeah, I would love the, to. It's a running, I mean, it's a running joke at Textop that as soon as anybody says AI, that's it. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan's already on board. <laughs> I, what I'll do is I'll raise the gang today, okay? We'll set up another uh, Another another uh, podcast, and I'll include you in that email. Okay, you can nag them to death. Fine, fantastic. All right. And when is this? When's this going to be? Do you know what date? Uh, this is going to be on August the second and August the third. Okay, we'll do something the very last week of uh, July just to get people previewed in. Okay, I'll make sure I write that. Fine, today. brilliant. All right. Thanks, buddy. Safe trip. Listen, thank you very Safe much, Larry. Great talk. Okay. Thank you. Okay, think steak sandwich. Just go right across the street to Reading Terminal. Just eat steak sandwiches all week. That's all you have to do. I've got it. Okay, it's a very simple show. All right, thanks. Take care, Ryan. Bye-bye. Thanks, Larry. Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) And so Ryan, who now weighs 180 pounds, will weigh 375 pounds by the time he gets back from Philly. Okay, we're going to head back to see, of course. All right, TechStuff is at TechStuff.com, and they are really a wonderful company. All right, please check it all out. They have been, like I said it, they've been building inclusive classrooms for years. And believe me, they're on top of this game with the AI. All right, and, you know, aside from giant uh, monsters taking over the earth, okay, this should be a really great boom for education. We have to think of it that way. And for education, not only for students, but for teachers. Okay, check out what we do over at ace-ed.org. Everything's free over there for you. I'm Larry Jacobs. Appreciate 12 Education Talk Radio. Thanks for listening.